0: Welcome to the Grace Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today. Gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of the Grace Filled Food Freedom Podcast. I thought it was only proper that I start out our time together by sharing a little bit about my story. So in this episode, I'm gonna give you some backstory about who it is that I am and how my hardships have made me the person I am today. And I almost say that with hesitation and then I'm reminded that I'm quite proud of what God has done. I'm quite proud of who I am today not in a boastful way, but in a way of humility that knows that anything good that's found in me has only been by his grace. And I think you'll hear that in my story. I'm nothing special, and the things that he's taught me have only been taught through the hard knocks of life, through doing things wrong a 100 times, and then on the 101st time, getting up and trying it again a little bit differently. Sometimes I feel like I've been the worst case scenario. The gods allowed me to struggle more than others just so that I can learn, so that I can help you. And yet that might be a pride in of itself. Our struggles feel intense no matter where we are in our lives and no matter who we are. Our struggles are matched by his grace, and the greater the struggle, the greater the dose of grace he's gonna give us. So if you feel too far gone, I hope you find hope in this story. If it feels too far gone for you to relate to, I hope you find hope in this story. So the only way I know how to tell my story is with great transparency. I'm pretty much an open book, and there's nothing that I, feel shame about or like I need to hide. However, I must admit, I have a little bit of intrepidation and concern about sometimes my ability to recall exactly what happened when. So if you listen to my story multiple times, chances are I might get some facts flipped and just part of the way my brain works. (laughs) Call it self-preservation. Call it mom brain trying to do too many things at once, but that's just the fact of the matter so I won't reverse all the way to birth I'll start back um, briefly in my early teenage years when I was um, preteen and this was in the 1990s and while kids today want to be YouTube stars girls my age wanted to be supermodels Christy Turlington Cindy Crawford these were all ladies that we looked up to and there was no shortage of ways to fill those dreams through you know, pop-up modeling schools and photographers taking advantage of, of those des, heart's desires of, of gals. And so I was no stranger to that little girl's dream. And when I was about 14 years old, I decided to pursue a modeling career at the first shoot that i had where i was getting my professional pictures done for a composite card they were called so that i could get an agent the photographer told me in my adorable little body i've seen pictures it was super cute that i needed to lose 15 pounds in order to proceed in order to be successful i had to be smaller not so fluffy not so childlike and I proceeded to go on my first crash diet. 500 calories a day, um, lots of gross tuna cans cracked open, I can hear the sound and smell the smell just thinking about it. Uh, Fat-free mayonnaise on a special day, (laughs) plain iceberg lettuce, steamed broccoli, all of those diet foods that we've all grown to cringe at are what I sustained myself on. Now, my irony is right about that time was when puberty hit, and since that season of life, I've had thyroid issues, and I definitely see the tie-in with that. Going on a low-calorie diet, when your body needs every bit of sustenance it can to produce hormones and to grow, caused a lot of those hormones to bottom out. And that was the beginning of my true weight struggles it's ironic isn't it someone in the world tells you you're not quite good enough and in fact everything was just perfect as it needed to be as god designed it and that spurred on the downward spiral so to make a long story short i went from different diets to different diets and each subsequent attempt uh, ended a couple of different ways with a greater obsession with food and often more weight ah oh, the irony of seeking a solution again and it causing the very problem you thought you were seeking to fix it's painful and in hindsight is 2020 20, but in the moment you're really doing the best that you can I made my way through a variety of of eating disorders. I dealt with anorexia, bulimia, compulsive overeating. Um, I did diet pills. And all of that came to head when in my early 20s, I ended up in a treatment center. And there's a lot of ups and downs in between. There's lots of counseling appointments, lots of attempts at personal trainers and nutritionists and solutions that kind of got me nowhere Um, and when I went to treatment I remember meeting with my youth pastor and uh, I was more at the age where I was serving in the youth ministry but I spoke to him and asked him if I could give a testimony when I came back and he just laughed with kindness and said oh sweetie you know it's gonna be a little bit longer than that little did I know it was just the very first step in a journey I returned from treatment with much of the same baggage intact although I had broken the the cycle of bulimia that I was in when I had flown out to Arizona and things weren't that different yes I had the tools to find the freedom but I didn't know how to use them I had the information but I had trouble with the application and so i did find some freedom on the other side of that but it was not as dramatic or as exciting as i had hoped you've probably been there too right thinking you found the solution the thing that was going to help you walk free and yet it too was lackluster we can look back and see that god's hand was in it and that it was just a step along the path but in the moment when you realize that that cistern had a crack in it right it was just leaking water it's pretty disappointing and from here i continue to seek different help and treatment along the way seeking counselors nutritionists each time probably walking away with a tool to use sometimes walking away with a little bit more tied <laughs> baggage. the next step that i took toward finding freedom was to become a certified personal trainer and to then move on to nutrition because right if i could learn how to help other people i could surely help myself and i'll be honest there's some truth to that some of the greatest healing i've had has come from doing things before i had it down perfectly right and as you help others and you encourage others you're thereby encouraging yourself but in this effort my attempts were shall we say still flesh dependent i started to learn some really great information on habit change how slow sustainable changes changing one thing at a time is really transformational all those years i've been trying to do everything all at once and it it left me doing nothing at all and here i was able to chip away a little bit at a time and finally i started to see changes in my behavior that i'd been seeking for decades, right? And it felt really, really good. But the peace soon became self-effort again. I became so stringent in my eating, so perfect in my eating, that I got to the point that I was so lean and so fit that when my husband and I decided that we wanted to start a family, I was no longer capable of becoming pregnant. The first doctor that I spoke to was my OBGYN and she simply answered my concerns by telling me to put on 20 pounds and everything would be fine and dandy. And of course, after years of discipline and working really hard and, you know, thousands of hours in the gym, her idea was completely repulsive to me and I immediately shut it down. That led to visits to fertility clinics, where I was told that I, in fact, had a 5% chance of getting pregnant, but for, you know, an investment of tens of thousands of dollars, we could attempt. And while I would never discourage anyone from following their heart when it comes to fertility, for me personally, I felt that my health was so poor that I was not cycling. How would I be healthy enough to care for a baby? And... I really had to get quiet before the Lord and to see how he was directing me. And through a grace that could only come from him, I resolved to put on the required weight. You know, my doctor had said about 20 pounds. So that's the mindset that I went in with. I ended up gaining about 15 pounds and praise the Lord became pregnant about two months later now not every fertility story has a quick and happy ending like mine but i'm grateful for god's grace that he he saw me in the pit and he lifted me out he heard my cry and that grace is really what has seen me through and bringing him into this process the change of doing this for him, not for a size, not for a weight on the scale, not for accolades from other people, but making choices to be healthy because of and for him and for his glory has been the most transformational process. And that is where Graceful Plate was birthed. <laughs> Through the birth of my daughter um, and some changes in my employment i was thrust for lack of a better term into blogging about this journey and it's a a assignment that i take with open hands and cheerleading songs and i'm so grateful that the lord has allowed me to do this but what he's shown me through this entire journey is that There's two things. The first is there's some really practical things we can do to start feeling better, but if they're not based on the word of God, right, we're shooting with blanks. We have no power behind them. We can have a list of all these things that we can and should do, and yet if we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit propelling us to do it, then we're dead in the water, right? That's why you can't keep up with those changes. So there's lots of practical things we can do, but unless God's behind them, we're going to struggle. And the second thing that's been so, so important for me is that my motive can't be selfish. It needs to be about the Lord and not just um, about me being used by the Lord, but about the lives that my health and my story can affect because I'll be honest I would have never started a blog when I didn't feel like I'd perfectly arrived if I wasn't thinking about you today listening to this story I don't have it all together and most every day feels really great and praise the lord I have food freedom but there are days where I wake up and my body image is terrible and I have to go to the lord and he uses this sort of dashboard indicator in my life to let me know when my heart has gone astray, when I've not made time for Him, when I'm not seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And that, I believe, is what qualifies me to be here speaking to you about this. Not because it's me, but because God has allowed me to see some things in ways that I hadn't seen anyone else express before practical, simple, easy, really scripture-based daily activities that he led me to do that ultimately led to my freedom. And I pray the same for you, my sister. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm so thankful that you took some time to listen to my story, and I pray that it encourages you that even if your story isn't wrapped up in a tight and needy bow yet, even if it never is, it's okay. It all can be used for his glory. Oh, and P.S. I have one more little thing that I want to share with you. While my story does wrap up rather nicely, there's definitely an ellipsis at the end. A dot, dot, dot that says there's more to it. And I don't walk in complete and total food piece and body freedom every single day there's our ups and there are downs and it's okay because when things are brought to the lord when they're left in his hands when they're seen as an opportunity for his glory well it changes everything Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you sis i hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom now if you're looking for more of an entree i'd love to officially invite you to my platinum program it's a six month deep dive start to finish program that is going to immerse you in god's word and god's plan for food freedom you can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.